What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. What's new, man, Terrence? Uh, uh, speeding towards uh, Christmas. Yeah. Is that time of the year again? Yeah. Uh, crazy rains. Crazy rains. Uh, we, yeah, we delivered a whole bunch of like the folklory Christmas orders yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, great experience because we actually even met Yalabad listeners along the way, la, right? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. And then it's just nice to actually, yeah, uh, meet these Yalabad listeners yeah. face to face. And it was yeah. really like a road trip around like, um, because we went west, then we went northwest, then we went southeast, then we went north, south, uh, northeast, then southeast, then center. So it was a it was a team folklore road trip. Uh. Yeah, a real trek around Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was interesting, like, and it only rained towards the end, like, thankfully. But it was, yeah, like, I mean, it was crazy rain. It was like. pretty crazy. Like, yeah, most yeah. couldn't, visibility on the road was pretty crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like um this this weekend is literally, I'm sure there's some people taking like super long, long weekends and all that. Like. Christmas is Monday. Right? Christmas yeah. Monday, and then New Year's yeah. is also Monday. Yeah. So it's one of those those years where, yeah, like, it's fit for the for a long weekend. Uh. I don't know. Are you a do you like Monday public holidays? Do you like those? Uh of course Friday is always the best. Yeah, but yeah. I would say Monday compared to midweek. Yeah, Monday still better, lah. Right? Uh, still better. Yeah, yeah. But I do, I do enjoy. Yeah, like the public holidays or what on the uh on a Sunday, and then Monday is like the the rest day, lah. Right. Cause, oh. cause it, it kind of makes it that that Monday some people still there'll still be stuff to do like, like oh that's celebrations true. and meeting up with people oh like, that's then true. the next day straight away yeah uh, yeah sort of back to work already that's like. true because at first yeah. I was thinking no difference right, if it's on Sunday also but it's true no like difference. Diwali yeah. Diwali on uh, was on Sunday this year yeah so Monday is about okay like you can relax. relax yeah whereas if it was on Monday yeah oh that's true. Just a little nitpicky. I mean, can't complain on any long weekend or what, right? Mm. But still, just the, the the feel of it is a little different, right? So then New Year's also, New Year's on Monday. I mean, New Year's is kind of like you hit the ground running. You're supposed to hit the ground running. New Year's resolutions and all that already, mm. right? So it doesn't really matter as much. But I think that, 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 that pivotal time between 25th December to 1st Jan, um, I, I'm always in a in a funk la, like during that period. Like, should you be like moving on with the new year and you know? Oh, you mean post Christmas? Uh? Yeah, yeah, post Christmas. No yeah, funk. Yeah. Uh? yeah, 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 a little bit. It is. Like, why? Because uh, I mean, the lead up to Christmas is always fun, la, right? Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. like parties and uh, meeting people and all that. Then after that, you're like, okay, uh, you know, the 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 reason for celebrating is a bit more ambiguous, really, lah. Because I feel Christmas, okay, like, get, gather with friends, family, blah, blah. But after that, like, New Year celebrations, always, like, it's either debauchery, mm. like, getting crazy drunk and, like, make, having, like, big regrets, you know, after that. Mm. Or it's, like, gearing up for the year ahead already, like, right? Oh, there's you nothing know, like, in between. Uh. That, that's the thing. Uh-huh. That's the thing. I feel like it's so ambiguous between those two that, yeah. Like, but uh, don't you, like, 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 meet up with friends, aren't there opportunities to do that, you know? Yeah, la, yeah, la, but, but yeah. less like, there's no like, you know. You meet up with friends, really, let's get hammered. Yeah, there's no structure or ritual around it. Whereas like before Christmas, there's always like, oh, let's meet up. Oh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Here's a gift and thank you for your gift, you know. Mm. Reflect a little bit of the year. Whereas mm. like 26th to 1st December, uh, 1st Jan is a bit of like, less of the looking back and more of the looking forward to the mm. new year. Yeah. That's why I think the 1st Jan, like New Year's falling on a Monday is the worst thing ever. Why, yeah? 
because you think about it. Okay, the the good thing about Christmas is it's one of those public holidays where you have a public holiday in a week's time, mm. which I think they really they really maxed out there, lah. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. you know that the year is not going to start. Yeah. Right. But for New Year's, okay, yeah, you know the year is going to start, and then this year the New Year is going to start on a Monday. You know? mm. It's like the start of a work week. But it's perfect, all right? It lines up perfectly. First day of the week. First no, day of the year. Then it should be Friday. Like Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday will be best. Like you imagine New Year's is on a Friday. Yeah, you start yeah, yeah. the week on a weekend. Yeah. I start the year on a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's more of an issue that, that New Year's on Mo- is on Monday than Christmas is on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, and the other thing also is like my Spotify playlist also, I, I can no longer play all the festive songs really la, after Christmas. I mean, technically you can. La. You can, la, but it's but the mood lame. not there. La, the mood not really, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then, then what do you listen to? La? It's like after Diwali, if you play Diwali. Exactly, exactly. I had it's to a... scrap my Diwali oh, playlist like, right after <laughs> Diwali. <laughs> Even though you so really wanted to carry on. Uh. I wanted to, you but really all, the, to all the Christmas decorations around me just forced me to like change my playlist. Really, I see, I see, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. And there's no light that would go on on Boxing Day, la, you know, to change to New Year's lights. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. Diwali, maybe like it hit midnight, uh, people are like, turn yeah, on Christmas yeah, lights. Yeah, really. Turn on, really. Yeah, turn yeah. on. This one don't have, yeah. Uh-huh. The, the only thing the only thing I appreciate are the the football matches on Boxing mm, Boxing Day. Boxing right? Day, Boxing yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, and, and I think uh, basketball also has like the Christmas Day games. Mm. And that means it's, you know, it's Boxing, it's technically Boxing Day in Singapore, really. Like. It's Boxing Day. Mm. Boxing Day. So, so those provide some a little bit of festivity, mm. festivities beyond Christmas. La. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, it's always like, it's a bit of a funky a bit period. Of punk, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Funky period. Funky period. Which is kind of related to what we're discussing today also, la, right? About um, rituals and uh, uh, how they're in a bit of ambiguity, <laughs> funky <laughs> period, or even like new places that you're staying in, transition uh, yeah. period, funky, you know? Uh, so, so yeah, so very, very, very apt. Uh, very so, apt. So, I set it all up, man. It was a setup. I, I planned this. So, then is it your true feelings or not? Or you're <laughs> no, just... No, okay, uh, it's 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100% true. true. No, in fact, if anyone has like a Spotify playlist for post-Christmas before New Year kind of thing to listen Post-Christmas to. funga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a couple, but they don't really fit the, the whole thing for me. Like. Okay, so that's yeah, a call yeah. to action. Yeah. Uh. Any playlist for that funk period between Christmas and New Year? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct, correct. Cool. Okay, so yeah. so before we jump into the the topics, uh, what, what what's our what's our spiel, spiel Terence? Uh, if you're new to this podcast, please follow on Spotify or mm. subscribe on YouTube. Mm. Uh, we know a lot of new people have, have subscribed, so that's great. But there's also a lot of people who are watching our recent podcast that are not subscribed, and uh, yeah, please do so because mm. that helps this podcast also get uh discovered by more people like yourselves. Yeah, and so you have more to talk about together, lah, right? Exactly. Or, uh, during yeah. the day period, lah. And and if you want to work with us, just hit us up at contact at ministryoffunny And today we have one more uh request. Mm. Uh, a few episodes ago, uh, we mentioned that there's this uh ongoing poll that we're running in collaboration with our dear partner Landella, mm. which is a loan comparison platform in Singapore. Um, we 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 know that this time of year, you know, with Christmas and New Year's, can get a bit busy. So we are extending the deadline till end of the year, so thirty first December. Mm. Uh, the giveaways are still there. You get a chance to win five shopping vouchers, but it's super important and helpful for us. Uh, if you can do the survey, mm. uh, and why, 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 Terence? Why is it so helpful? Because uh, I mean, this was in relation to the episode mm. four sixty six, mm. and it was about transparency, accountability. Yeah, and uh, I think that's something that we want to find out. Like, do people actually enjoy these themed countdown episodes? Uh, right mm-hmm. where. We get get a little bit meta and introspective 
and talk a little bit about the topics that we've covered in this year. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting for us also to understand whether people enjoyed us talking about these. Like, yeah, because the format we did was a bit different, right? We mm-hmm. didn't bring on a guest. We didn't do a pre-roll ad. Yeah. It was kind of like a halfway in between. Yeah. So, I mean, us and even Landella themselves, we really want to understand your thoughts about the format, the the topics that were discovered, um, even about Landella themselves. Mm. Uh, because, yeah, like, we, we, we want to do more brand deals because it helps grow the podcast. But we also mm. want to make sure that every deal we do is bring some value to you guys. Mm. So there's just like three questions. It'll take yeah. you two minutes and you can win $50 shopping vouchers. Yeah. So end of the, the year, 31st December, uh, the link is in the show notes. It's a super quick survey. Like what we said before, if you wanted to support us before, now is the time. Mm. All right. Super easy. Yep. Sweet. But cool. Cool, so man. jump into the first ambiguous topic. Jump into the first topic. And yeah. that is uh, the, the little kerfuffle that has mm. been whipped up around the world, mm. and I mean with some repercussions in Singapore also, is um, coming off the recent uh, announcement or statement published on uh, by the by the Catholic Church. Mm. So the Roman uh, the Roman Catholic Church, um, where they basically the Vatican has now approved blessings for same sex couples in a landmark ruling. Mm. So this was just this past Monday, eighteen December. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh. The ruling approved by Pope Francis that the Roman Catholic priests can administer blessings to same-sex couples as long as they are not part of regular church rituals or liturgies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's been a lot of clarification since then, including from the Roman Catholic Church of Singapore. But uh, but, but, but what, what was interesting about this for you, Terence? Um, I just, when I first saw the headlines mm. about this, specifically the Singapore Catholic Churches, clarification. I had this impression that the Singapore Catholic Church was um, deviating. Oh, the word is very loaded. Uh, mm. this. Deviating from the official Roman Catholic Church's line on mm. the blessing of same-sex, same-sex uh, unions. Uh. Mm. Um, but yeah, I kind of, as I read more, I discovered, actually, no, it's not, it's not that they're deviating, but it seems like the impression that the headlines that the media are giving are that uh you know that that the Roman Catholic Church in Singapore was sort of uh going on a slightly different track from the actual Catholic Church. Eh? Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out it's not. It's not. Mm, yeah. It's not. And that's the interesting part that I found about this. When oh, I so this. you thought that the official blessings and the um, the ability to do that was just a Singapore thing? No, I thought that the Roman Catholic Church was basically uh evolving their stance on the same-sex unions and marriages. Oh. And allowing priests to, like, bless oh. same-sex unions and, and, and marriages. Uh, and then, but in line with, uh, you know, Singapore's general, more conservative stance on, on marriage and everything, mm. uh, the Roman Catholic Church in Singapore is saying, no, 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 that's not, that's not what's happening. Mm. You know, we are actually, I mean, there's a, it's a very fine line between between blessing a union and blessing the people in a union, right? Yeah, yeah. So so I think that's the interesting thing that I found here. Uh, that's, I, I find parallels to other things that we've discussed before. La. But for you, like, what, what, what made you excited about this topic? Is it because, uh, I mean, you'll be spending some time in church over Christmas and everything. So. Oh, Terrence. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For those of you new listeners, I am married to a Catholic woman mm. who I love very much. Yes. Um, and... It has made me also think over the years a bit mm. more about religion and 
the role in my wife's lives, the yeah. role in our future, future, future family's life, and mm-hmm. the role in my life. La. So for yeah. me, I'm still, I will still consider myself uh, uh, agnostic, right? But yeah, this one, talking about it, it, it was interesting because not only because I'm going to be spending church, uh, time in church on Christmas, la, but because it is something that, like for a religion to evolve its mm. approach to something, I think that is something that is very notable. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the consequences of that, like, because there'll be some people who will definitely be against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the official institutions, but you also get the people from that religion. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought, hey, actually this is interesting. And, and yeah, so, so that's what I wanted to talk about because the current Pope, he's actually done quite a lot of stuff that has, I mean, ruffled the feathers of the conservatives yeah. based on just seeing from the outside. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, to your point, yeah, even reading the article, um, uh, it, it does the first line of this article, which I don't think, I mean, it's on Channel News Asia, but was mm-hmm. it written? So basically it says, uh, the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Singapore on Tuesday reiterated its stance of not blessing same-sex unions and said the recent declaration by the Pope was to set out the rules and boundaries for priests on how they should bless these couples. Mm. But the phrasing, right, reiterated its stance of not blessing same-sex unions. Mm. Mm. That one makes me, like what you said, like when I read it, I'm like, oh, are they saying that they're reiterating their stance that they're not going to bless same-sex unions? Mm. Mm. Um, but then I realized when they say same-sex unions, blessing the union mm. is different from blessing the couple. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the crux of it. Yeah. Yeah, right. essentially. Yeah. It, it's, it's, when I was saying there's a parallel to something we discussed before, it's, I think when we were talking about, um, remember there was a particular church in Singapore mm. that uh, created the True Love Dot Is uh, mm. campaign, right? Mm. Which was about welcoming, um, welcoming uh, homosexuals to come to, come to church as opposed to come out. You know, mm. something like that like, come home like, like come home come home to church instead yeah. of coming out like, right yeah. and uh, I th- from a lay person perspective the general idea is behind it is that uh, you I mean you basically the you don't condone the sin but you but you welcome the sinner into the church of, mm. into the church like, right mm. and the idea is that yeah, like, if you don't act on your and, and this is a lot of the terminology they use so I, I might be paraphrasing here but if you don't act on your same sex attraction that uh, that is you uh, you know not committing the sin right because mm. the can, sin is the act right? the, not yeah, the, the love the sin is right? the act of same sex yeah. uh, attraction right intercourse intercourse yeah, yeah. same sex attraction I mean I think generally they say same sex attraction is a thing and exists uh, but it's not ideal in the eyes of, of, of yeah. God, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Uh, so if you don't act on it, that that is you also trying your best to be, yeah. you know, to to live by the Christian uh, beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. So generally, okay, maybe I, I, as I said, I'm paraphrasing generally what it is. Roughly like. in all feathers, no terrorists. Correct, correct. So right. I, I just want to be careful because we've had the true love dot is people yeah. uh, on our podcast before as well as uh, other People from uh, more more liberal liberal denominations of the church as well, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's a very it's a very uh, fine distinction between those two, like uh, the person and the act, right? The person being the one the 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 gay person, and the act being the you know uh, being in a gay relationship, like for example, right? Mm. 
So they differentiate very clearly between the two. And they say if you if you don't act on your impulses, you can still be, you know, a, a good person in the eyes of mm. God and, and the church and all that. Right? Mm. So in some sense, when I read a lot of what um, the actual stance of the Catholic Church is, I think it's a very long document, right? It's like eight pages of a mm. clarification. Um, I think that like this is essentially what they are saying also, mm. that you can bless the person who is in a very irregular kind of relationship or union mm. doesn't necessarily mean that you're blessing the union itself, because yeah. the union is not ideal. But the person is, you know, still a child of God, blah, blah, so we can bless the person. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, if that's my general understanding of it. No, that's my understanding also. And I mean, just just certain certain quotes from the article, unlike mm. the official blessings of the church, which require the use of approved prayers in addition to conditions to be met, mm. pastoral blessings are ad lib prayers offered spontaneously for the person. Mm. Because, I mean, for those who have never been to a Catholic church or a ceremony, I mean, part of my marriage it happened in the church right yeah and yeah. there are certain things that you have to do like, whether you you're uh, classes right you go for classes there was that uh, engage encounter thing counselling uh, counselling not counselling it, it? it's just like a, a marriage prep course a prep course okay yeah you re- everybody you jump uh. <laughs> counselling is okay counselling is not a dirty word yeah but <laughs> counsel the core of counsel you, you counsel someone I mean, in my lay person, I think is you counsel because they have something that needs to be counseled on, oh, counseled on, like, right? This is marriage prep. Counseling, counseling, prep. Is, counseling is open and, and, and for anyone, even if you're yeah. doing well in life, you can still receive counsel. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. You but, receive counsel from your lawyer, whatever. But I think know. the official thing is a marriage prep course, lah. <laughs> I mean, okay, you go okay, to okay. a lawyer because you don't just like, <laughs> hey, yo, bro, just counsel me today, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's a okay, marriage prep okay. course. Marriage and, prep course, And yes. I actually thought it was useful and I was mm. very happy that it was quite secular. Okay. Like, okay. There, it wasn't very, like, uh, biblical or anything. Yeah, like. yeah. So, but I mean, in the church, there are things, there are certain rites and processes that you need to go through. Like. Yeah. So this one, like, I mean, reading it, it's like, okay, it is just a blessing because like what you said, they, they, you do not, they, the, the statement is they do not bless the sins of the person, but, Rather, the individual who is always loved by God, even when he or she is a sinner. Mm. So, of course, to re- to reiterate again, Terence and I both are not from the church. Mm. So, so reading this also sometimes it feels we're not explaining on behalf of the church, but it is just what is observed in the news, mm. And why it's interesting is because this Pope, right? He, this decision was it was a decision that has has been reverses the church's official stance back in 2021 mm, mm. where they say no blessings allowed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, that's why... No it, blessings for you. No <laughs> blessings for you. Yeah. So, that's why it's interesting because this this Pope, I mean, some other stuff that he has done um, that is quite like trying to be more inclusive to the LGBT community in particular. Mm-hmm. Wait, huh? well, let me pull it up. Um, has been quite, quite interesting. Uh, let's mm. see, huh? Um, so, so this is not the first time Pope Francis has worked to open the church to the LGBTQ community. Uh, so according to what I find online, this is the AP News website, mm. last month, so October or November, the Vatican said it is permissible under certain circumstances for trans people to be baptized as Catholics and serve as godparents. Mm-hmm. Um, and even over the course of the year, the Pope has been hinting that, uh, you know, being homosexual isn't a crime mm. and that he's trying to push for more openness. La. So I actually thought this was quite surprising. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. But I, I guess the, the, the one of the questions that as a you know, non-religious person, as a lay person might be thinking is like, what's the big deal? 
Why need to get if you I mean if you gay and you're in a gay relationship, then don't get blessed. Ah. Why why need to get blessed? Why why should it affect you? Why do mm. you need to care what some old institution or old person? As in if you're about? not religious. No, no, no. If, if you're you are if you are a person in a gay relationship, a gay uh-huh. person in a gay relationship. Mm. Why do you care so much about being blessed by church? Why? Harish, why? I have no idea. But mm. but from what I see, okay, so there's a lot that I have learned about religion from my wife. Yes. Or the place that religion plays in people's lives. Yeah. And the fact that you, I mean, you also like during like Christmas, everything you do, spend time at the church and all that. Yeah. Right? Even yeah. as a non-religious person. Yeah. Right? And I never thought I would marry a religious person. And you never thought you'd be spending Christmas Day. I at, never thought <laughs> that. <at the> <laughs> yeah. I never thought that. I never thought I'd get married in the church. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So when I had to do it, I was like, oh, okay. So my, 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 I, I've had to. Correction. You didn't have to do it. You wanted to do it, right? To, I mean, it's part of your, of your, your wedding and your love for your wife. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. just backtracking yeah, yeah. for you. <laughs> no, but to be perfectly honest, like, yeah. um, I it took, uh, like, a discussion between me and my... First of sure. all, to get married also yeah, yeah, was yeah. a conversation. Sure. Right? About the, the approach to life, to kids and all. And, yeah, it really made me look hard and think hard about, okay, am I actually okay with it? And then look at what religion, uh, what roles religion plays in people's lives. Mm-hmm. So, so... Uh, over the course, you know, looking at my, my wife, her family, my friends who are also religious, I realized religion is, is not something for me. Yeah. But for them, or like even some of my older parents, uh, older uncles, my, my mom, it plays a role in their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there's many reasons why I surmise, but it's just yeah, a way of life. So going back to your question about why why they care about blessing, I mean, you never know, right? Mm-hmm. Someone might, might have religion as an integral part of their life. And they still find value in even getting blessing. Mm, mm. Um, like when I got married, I was blessed by the priest, but I'm not a Catholic. Mm. Uh, but do you feel like amazing afterwards after you got the blessing? You know, not not directly because not directly. of that. Oh, but your uh, wedding, your marriage was blessed, lah. Like, yeah, it was blessed. Yeah, yeah, sec- and, secret, yeah, secret union. And even I grew up in a Hindu household, right? Yeah, yeah, right yeah. now for Diwali, you know, there are blessings that are done. Sure. Right? So, I'm like, am I... If it means a lot to my mom, if it means a lot to my wife, I mean, sure Like, mm. I mean, who knows? Maybe in the afterlife, I'll be, thank God I got blessings. <laughs> then I see you, I look down at you, Terrence, you're in hell. I'm like, ah, you never get blessings, right? <laughs> you, make, you make all those comments, ah, who's the one blessed now? Like? Oh, not this. Yeah. The, uh, religious blackmail. <laughs> I've used that technique before when I was evangelizing. Yeah, yeah. I've used that technique before. Like, oh, do you want to be that person? You never know, like, right? Yeah, you yeah, never yeah. know. Is it yeah, just safer like, just to, it's like insurance like that. Like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's part of like marrying someone. Like. You, you, you marry the person and their beliefs. I also have like beliefs. I also have ways of life and all. Yeah. And to me, religion is a way of life. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I have, uh, you know, when I was younger, yeah. spend, I was a bit more, you know, religious and, and spent time at both uh, Christian, I mean, the Methodist churches mm. and the Catholic church as well. Mm. I was, I was like figuring out myself out, lah, right? You know? mm. And 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 to be perfectly honest, also was like trying to improve my social life, lah. Uh. Meet more girls, <laughs> lah, you know. Essentially, I was waiting for yeah, that. Yeah, to come yeah, out. I want to be You're honest. Like, I'm going to be honest about it. I'm going to be honest about it. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was in my younger days, but I, I really got some of them. I really got quite into it, lah. I'll admit, mm. right? Uh, you know, I, I was at one point even that guy on the street evangelizing the people. MRT station. MRT you know. stations, telling mm. them about four spiritual laws and doing what you just did to me, like, like oh, one day, what if, uh, you know, yeah, your you... friend, you don't, you know, he's in hell and you're in heaven, blah, uh, blah, blah, you don't talk to them. Yeah, then they <laughs> emotionally blackmail people uh, to, yeah, to yeah. helping out, right? Yeah. 
Um, but one thing about uh, Catholicism, I realize that is maybe even the Methodist churches you don't feel as much, right? That it, it really stems from a place of like uh, fam- family ritual, right? Mm. Every a lot of the things that that are done in the in the Catholic Church are very uh, based on a lot of rituals, mm. a lot of age old rituals that they've done for a long time. And a lot of families get into it and it's a big part of their, their week, right? Mm. Going to church every week, dressing up, meeting your friends, uh, you know, and all these rituals. And it's just part of the family fabric, right? The social mm. fabric of their, their no, not just the immediate family, extended family and all. So, so you can imagine how stressful it might be for a gay uh, person mm. who the entire family, extended family, you know, is part of this, this community that follows all these rituals and all that. Mm. But you can, you never feel like you can go and get the same blessings as your cousins or your or your brothers or sisters because of your sexual preferences, right? Mm. And it can be very stressful, right? Like people ask you, hey, why don't you, we go to church together and blah, 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 this kind of thing. And then you, you know, maybe you're not, you're not out yet or anything and you don't dare to say this kind of thing. So in some sense, um, like this is a, I guess is a positive step that allows these people who, you know, feel very, uh, very torn between their family uh, commitments and the, and the actual sexual preference that, mm. that they can actually, oh, I can take a step into, back into my, this very important community that has been part of my life all this while and receive a blessing, right? Mm. Uh, in spite of uh, what, what is perceived to be a sin within mm. the church, right? Mm. So yeah, you know, uh, I know, yeah, I know gay people who are still Catholics who still go to church with families and things like that. Mm. I feel like they they wouldn't say no to this, lah, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like like it's not the huge step that that you know they that maybe they hope for that might yeah. happen one day, but it's a step, lah. Yeah, exactly. I think I think it's a step because I also see online a lot of um comments saying, oh, you know, sort out your whole issue with pedophilia and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And yeah, certain things that have happened within the church are messed up, right? Yeah. Um, but I think like um, and and even I won't deny that when I go to church with my wife and let's say the the priest is very adamant about you know all the non-believers here, you know all the people who are asleep and uh, yeah. like it 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 I'll really scold you for sleeping as well. No, no, like uh, asleep in your mind. Oh, asleep in your mind. I, I would thought, say, right? I thought no, you were dozing off and then Normally, at, you. Hey, I, if I go there, I respect, okay? <laughs> then I look around, I look at so many people who are Catholics who are falling asleep like crazy. I'm oh, like, wow, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But, but I How think... How do you know they're not praying? How do you know they're falling asleep? Uh, be you praying, see the yeah. head swing like left, right. And Very emotional. Yeah. Like, they swing. <laughs> okay, so yeah, maybe I should not judge. I should be more compassionate, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Be more compassionate. But then, I think whenever there's this message that you are an outsider mm, here, mm. I, I'm, I'm very open with my, with my wife also. I think, like, does it need to sit the, to to focus on that? La, you know? Yeah. I think there's there's stuff you can learn Um, and, and certain priests I listen to, I'm like, hey, actually, they say some stuff that even if you uh don't believe any religion, this is some nice message there. Yep, yep. So when there's this, we are inside, you are outside, that's when I feel like, then what am I doing here? Yeah. So this thing, of course, I'm also not from the LGBTQ community, but I've always had this idea that, wow, like religion, maybe the issue is because all these religions are based on teachings from like 2,000 years ago. You know, can't there be an update or something? And in, to this Pope's credit, uh, he's kind of like, the religion is evolving, la. Yeah. Which I think, yeah. hey, actually, that's that's interesting. Mm. I know he's quite polarizing. 
Yeah. Uh, I know he has done stuff that like the more conservative people feel it's it's not good. Mm. But yeah, like what you said, it's a step, lah. Yeah. And I think that is something to be uh yeah, like I don't say celebrated, but I don't know, feels like okay, there's some there's some change, lah. Yeah. Uh, but to clarify very specifically, like, right? Yeah. It it doesn't mean that, um, you know, people in a same sex union or something can or, or they're thinking of having some ceremony to commemorate their mm. their union can get a priest to come and give them yeah, blessings. Yeah. It's very specific that um, it's stated in document like when people spontaneously ask for blessing at pilgrimages, shrines, or even the street when they meet a priest. Uh, such blessings are meant for everyone. No one's to be excluded from them, lah, right? Mm. So it's a bit more, a bit more informal, a more casual-ish kind of thing. Um, but they said that you know it's uh, the if the when the prayer of blessing is requested by the couple in an irregular situation, uh, it should never be imparted in concurrence with the ceremonies of a civil union, and not even mm. in connection with them. Mm. So very clearly, he's saying that if it's something to do with you know, celebrating an LGBT uh, union or marriage. No, cannot. Yeah. Cannot, cannot have this, any like, uh, prayer or blessing or what. But if it just happens that, hey, please, you know, can you give some blessings to me because, uh, you know, yeah, my going through tough times or whatever, a more casual kind of request, then yeah, there, there is, this is telling the, the priest that, yeah, you, you, you can do that as uh, blessings are, I quote, like, positive messages of comfort, care and encouragement, right? Mm. For people. Yeah. And I think they want as a couple, like, you can get yeah. blessed as a couple, yeah, like, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. hiding that also. Yeah. And of course, the one thing that I've I've seen some uh, uh how you say like professors of theology and all voice out is that by doing this it would make things confusing. Mm. You know, that's where we say the ambiguity, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because we already know from our three podcasts we did with the the people from True Love dot is a free community church, mm. um, and um, someone who has, Sean, has a, right? yeah, yeah, Sean, the LGBTQ magazine, right? Mm. That even within these religious institutions, there are different approaches, lah. Spectrum, la. yeah, yeah. spectrum, right? So in this case, like, I mean, I can imagine the more conservative viewpoint saying that, oh, if you get pastors or priests out there who are kind of like believe that you know even the union should be blessed, there'll be some way to to, you know, find a loophole or something like mm. Then, I mean, I'm like, then I've, then it feels like, uh, that is a, it's, it's almost then nothing can change lah. Mm. And that's the aspect of like, the religion or conservatives, uh, that I feel, eh, I don't think that's also fair. Yeah. Because the, the doctrine and all, it should be something that can change with the times because the times change, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's where, I mean, there's definitely, I'm sure within the community, there's a lot of pushback against this. Mm. And even across the different, what would you call it, uh, between Catholicism, Anglicism, well, what's that? What's that? Denominations. Uh, between the different different denominations. Because yeah. apparently even earlier this year, the Anglican Church, uh, the Church of England, um, they they also made the same decision to, be, to bless same-sex couples. Mm. But the Anglican Church in Singapore publicly said they were deeply disappointed. Mm, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's where I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's interesting that even within the the different denominations, there are different how you say uh, consensus on these kind of things. Uh. I mean, like um, the Yahoo News headline is Singapore's Catholic Church reaffirms stance on marriage amid Vatican not for blessings for same-sex couples. Mm. So if I didn't read more into it, this actually sounds to me like 
Singapore Catholic Church is going against the green. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of what the, the Roman Catholic Church is doing. But, but it's not. Right? It's not, yeah. So that's the, I guess, the, the big yellow butt moment that occurred for me when I was reading about this topic. So you think the media outlets purposely titled it like that? I mean, the fact that it got me like, eh, wow, you know, uh, a bit more interested in this topic. Uh, a bit clickbaity. Yeah, say, a bit clickbaity. Right? Yeah. A bit clickbaity. And then, and, and, uh, or maybe just not, not clear enough, la, right? That it's a, Sorry, I'm giving you a click. La, you click. Yeah, 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 because you look uh. at the Straits Times one, I think the Straits Times one is much clearer. It's just Catholic Church hasn't changed stance on traditional marriage. Mm. This by the Singapore Catholic Church. So the one is like, okay, this is more like a clarification. Whereas the other headline that I just read from Yahoo News just now feels more like, oh, uh, controversy, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh. Um, and, and I mean, yeah, like, uh, I, I think this conversation is going to be carrying on for a few days because it's 18 December yeah. uh, that it was announced, right? And you're seeing more articles, more editorials, more opinion pieces being put out. Some on Twitter are like, the church is crumbling. Um, this is a form of heresy. Um, and, and I mean, also some uh, news being put out that even in Germany, yeah. uh, they, the individual priests have been blessing same-sex couples for years. Mm. Uh, so uh, apparently the German church, the Catholic church is is quite progressive. Mm. So so yeah, like I, I always thought that religion was this like monolith, you know, like everybody believes the same thing. But even within the Catholic church, there are these things called like the the dubia, which is a Latin word for doubts, mm. that some very senior cardinals put forth to Pope Francis. Yeah. He wrote a reply, they disagreed. They changed the questions, put it to him. He replied. They didn't reply. So even there's a lot of discussions going on, which I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, that it happens, Yeah, yeah. yeah but so. I mean, is it is it surprising to you that this comes out like right before you know, Christmas. Christmas and everything? Is uh, it maybe? Do you think they were like pushing it through so that over Christmas, like people who want to go and get can get blessed, blessed right? like, can get blessed. During, during Christmas and everything. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know enough about how the Catholic Church it's works. Deadline, they, have, they have this timeline that they need to... Like, make, you know, like. political elections? Yeah, you know, yeah, before yeah. elections, they give GST, yeah. like, <laughs> rebate or vouchers or something. I don't know whether the church works like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All the most controversial things come before Christmas. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, okay, okay, you're going to celebrate next yeah, week. Yeah, right? uh, don't mean to yeah. be a Debbie Downer, but we're going to allow this. <laughs> or nah, in some ways, Merry Christmas. If, if you're a bit less cynical, you can see it's like, oh, okay. Christmas coming up, like families, please come together to church or whatever. Mm. Don't worry so much about like whether you're in a same-sex union or anything. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Could be. Harish, you Could very be. conspiracy theories about all these things. Are you? I mean, <laughs> you lay the seat and then when yeah, I yeah. kind of, we have to yell apart. We consider conspiracy, non-conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. So does, that, does this make you feel more welcome when you, when you spend Christmas Day, Christmas morning at church? No. This specifically, no. no. But it did occur to me that, uh, okay, let's say we have kids in future. One of them turns out to be gay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, how would that kind of factor in? Like, because I already yeah. accepted religion is going to be part of our life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and not necessarily for me individually, but my family. And I've come to terms with that. Yeah. You know? And there's going to be a lot of yalabat moments I'm going to have right. to face. But yeah. this one... I was like, yeah, actually, that's that's interesting. I mean, hopefully, it can continue to change based on like like people's perceptions of different things also. Mm-hmm. But whether I would feel more welcome, I don't know. Like, if the priest still says something that 
makes me feel like I'm going to burn in hell for eternity. Yeah, yeah. Then no, no difference lah. Yeah. The last time I was in church, I was, I was scolded lah. I was scolded. Why? Oh yeah, for what? French wedding, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were scolded. I thought it was we saw people getting scolded. I got scolded lah. Yeah. You got scolded. But not by the, not by the church itself lah. By, by people, you know, saying that I was like, you know, very uh desecrating no no saying say, they didn't say that la. Oh, but my actions of like the photos that I wanted to, to get the groom to pose in <laughs> were desecrating and you got scolded by ground. the mother of the groom <laughs> la. Yeah. not by the church itself yeah, yeah, not you got scolded by them and that wasn't yeah. the last time the last time was when you were my wedding la. I, oh yeah 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 correct oh sorry yes, dude yes, you yes. were groomsman at my oh, wedding yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did walk down the church oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but I don't know I, the one I felt more like Maybe because you, I know you are not religious, so I was like, okay, uh, la, you know, I, I, I think. But the other uh, one, you felt a bit more. The other one was like, wow, very like strict and whole family breathing down the groom's neck, that kind of thing, uh, la, right? Uh, that kind of thing. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You also was more like, okay, la, you know, uh, I'll, I'll do it. Whatever Harish needs me to do, I'll do, la, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the other one I felt like, wow, this one, like a lot of. Uh, a lot red of tape, uh, red, tape. red tape, a lot of uh, landmines uh, that mm. you potentially step on without knowing. But that one was again, the mom was annoyed with you. La. Not the church, <laughs> la, the mom. La. <laughs> Desecrating this holy ground. Desecrating, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I mean, interesting news. Yeah. I never thought we would talk about something like this. But yeah, the more we dug into it, we're like, hey, actually, worth, worth talking about. Yeah, worth talking about. And of course, if you are from the church, yeah. if you feel very for or against this we would love to hear from you as always yeah on reddit instagram sure. email anything yeah but uh speaking of like yeah ambiguity and all that mm. um there's also another group of people who mm. are caught in a funk you know similar to what we were saying earlier they're sort of in between us where they are maybe too early or maybe uh they're too early to the party mm. Like, mm. And who are these this group group of people uh is a residence of Tengah's recently completed projects mm. in Plantation District. Um, so basically, there, there was an article that came out that shared perspectives from certain residents that talked about how yeah, like the amenities, the transport options, and even the connectivity mm-hmm. is not good. Um, and, and basically, sound bites and anecdotes, like people finding trouble to get like uh, convenience stores for, yeah. for big, like off-the-counter medicine, supermarkets, uh, bus routes, uh, and even booking a grab. Mm. Uh, and, and yeah, la, like, it, it, they were just voicing all these, these issues. La. Like, uh, and it's quite worrying la, yeah. Uh, yeah. for these early residents. Because I know Tengah is going to be a huge-ass development, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing these are the first few flats that have been opened up. La. So people only moved in uh, a few months ago. Yeah, right? a few months ago. Yeah. So and yeah. If, you, if you look up the... The location, uh, mm. I think, is Plantation Grange. Ah, it's Plantation really, District, is it? But, but I think specifically, they, oh. they cited a couple of uh, people who are living in Plantation Grange. Mm, Plantation Grange. You look up, look it up on the map, you see it's really smack in the middle of this, like all these green areas, la, mm. green zones, right? That, that probably are, are being developed right now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you can really see it's it's really out there, la, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so this one, I mean, okay, so, why I thought it would be interesting to talk about because uh, ultimately it is one of the earlier flats there. Yeah. So is it not kind of like understood that if you go there so early, the amenities will take time to build up? La? So you're saying people soft complaining for the sake complaining, of complaining. Snowflakes. Yeah. No, la, I'm not saying that. La. Yeah. I'm just saying like what 
okay, because because also like only two years ago I got my place, right? Yeah. yeah. And we got a resale. Yeah. Right. Uh and deciding between resale, BTO, there are a lot of things to consider, lah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If you get a BTO, uh like first of all you have to wait. And then chances are if you want to get it in an estate that is new, it it's kind of like a given that okay, that place is gonna take time to build up. Mm-hmm. The good thing about a resale is you have I mean you have to pay more, lah, right? Yeah. But yeah. you go into something that is what they call a mature estate, lah. Yeah. Because you get all these things from the get go. Yeah. So right. it is a it is a point of consideration, lah. So for this, I don't know, like I like, I think they brought forward the getting the keys date, mm. right? Maybe because of public pressure, or maybe because after COVID, you know, they realized they need to fucking get get shit out there. Mm. And I can totally understand why people might have an urgency to move into new flats. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one, I don't know whether it's a very vocal minority or whether in general people are aware that, okay, these sort of things will take time because it's a new estate. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, initially when I read it, I was like, uh, reading articles is kind of strange because, I mean, you, you see where we are in the world today, all the things going on in the world. Then I read about this. It almost feels like this, is like war zone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people at four oh, a.m. prowling or something. Yeah, they they literally the first line is literally the guy is prowling for Panadol at four a.m. Like yeah. you know, going through the streets and trying to buy it off like uh, drug dealers or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And they talk about a literal NTUC fair price mobile grocery truck needing to come to the estate to to you know provide food for the people there lah right. Mm. And um, they have like five vending machines or something in the in one of the blocks, and three of them were not working or not accepting uh, paint out at all. So it felt like almost like wow, describing a war zone in the middle of Singapore. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm thinking, is it really that impossible to get uh, that is so outreach? Uh, everything's so outreach in the area. Uh, so yeah, when I look at photos of the development as well, you know, based on just on Google reviews and everything. Uh, and, and it's really one of those like new towns uh, where half the place is still being built and developed and it's probably very dusty, very, not a lot of people uh, mm. have really moved in and settled in yet, you know. Mm. So also no big impetus for retail operators and, and businesses to move in yet, like, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 at first I was like, yeah, you know, are they just, are we just too spoiled or complaining about this? But I can also understand the, the difficulty that these people st- staying there are facing. Yeah, yeah. And rather than, because in Singapore, we're so used to just walking downstairs yeah. and then there's something there already, like, whether it's a food court or a, a convenience store or something, like, right? Yeah. You know? We're so used to that. Uh, but this is literally like a very, very new town in Singapore, mm. which we don't see that often, right? You know, mm. uh, a big conglomeration, um, uh, just people coming together and setting up a new town together, you know, and living and creating an environment together. Uh, it takes many, many, many years to get to a place where everyone's comfortable and all the amenities are there in place. La. Yeah, yeah. So, so, in some sense, I also like, okay, la, I understand the difficulty and maybe need a bit more compassion for these people. La. Yeah, unless I be labelled as someone without compassion for a second time. <laughs> Just now, what I was saying was my first impression also. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, first yeah. thought also. Because I recall the process of even deciding where to stay, all these come into play. La. Yeah. But then for yeah. this, right, like, even though Singapore is small, right? Yeah. I think everybody has probably had the experience where it really doesn't matter how small Singapore is. If you cannot get someplace or you can't get a bus and you're in the middle of nowhere and you still find places in Singapore where you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It feels like, oh, fuck, you're stranded. Lah. And I say stranded in air quotes. 
So in this case, I think maybe there was an expectation versus the reality difference. Mm. I don't know what was communicated to them uh, by HDB and all. Yeah. But if you move into this place, um, yeah, it feels like, okay, could more have been done? Mm. Uh, because I think I also saw on Reddit people saying, hey, but last time, you know, when people move into BTOs, like there's really nothing. Yeah. And yeah, my, my parents moved into Tampanese, right? My mom was telling me it was like a, a few blocks and it's just open fields every direction. Like. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also like 35 years ago. Yeah. You know, the thing about uh, them saying that the Grab drivers uh, or like the rideshare drivers, they can't even see it on the map. Yeah. Correct, yeah. What what I think the map and all, it, LTA has a role to play in, in that. Mm. Uh, right. So, so one comment I saw quite often is that, okay, understand amenities, physical shops need to be built. Mm. But the basics about the map, the access and all that, why is that taking so long? Mm. Why why can't that be quicker given that there's a sizable amount of people there? Like. Yeah. So I think the bigger question we'll ask is like, okay, is this really the reality that has to be accepted or were things that could have been done just not done? Like? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think some people point out that uh, even that mobile grocery truck, yeah. right, do you see? It's only operating from 3 to 8 p.m. Oh. Which is like, uh, a lot of people finish work, you know, mm. at 6, 7, and they only get home like, like 7 plus 8. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of time to to get to the grocery truck, la. so it's tough, lah. Yeah, uh, and the alternative is you go further away to go and mm. buy your stuff, but it, then you have to bring back like refrigerated stuff home, yeah. plastic bags or whatever, uh, over a very long commute, which is not ideal either, la, Right. And then if you want to do delivery for big items, uh, big amounts, it might take a few days. If you yeah. want instant, it's expensive. Yeah. But yeah. then hearing that all that, right? Given that, look at you. Look outside Singapore, the yeah. state of the world. Are we just soft or not, Terrence? <laughs> Literally, there's a truck that comes to where you are, yeah. 3 to 8 p.m., and okay, you have to make some concessions. Yep, yep, yep. Are we soft or not? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, but that's that's the thing. Like. And the other thing also is, uh, again, I think uh, similar to the the previous time when you were accused of being like, like, like uh, accused wrong, of wrong, lacking. I would say alleged. Lacking yeah. compassion. Like, right? Wrongly, wrongly accused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that basically the idea is that you kind of got to, you you don't know what these people, yeah. the difficulties they're facing. Like. I'm mm-hmm. guessing a lot of people living in BTOs, uh, young uh, couples, mm. maybe young parents with young kids. And it's, uh, yeah, if you need to buy something for a young kid, you know, at midnight or 10 p.m. or four in the morning like this, like this person had to buy Panadol at four in the morning. Mm. It's very tough, lah, right? If you can't like go somewhere within that's within 15 to 20 minutes and get it and come home, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you have to feel a bit of compassion for these people. It might not be, be just be young people. It might be old people, so Harish. Yeah. It's not just yourself. I like, was asking the rhetorical <laughs> question, not from my perspective. Because if you give me a chance to speak, yeah, yeah, yeah. you finish your spiel first. Yeah, you finish yeah, correct, your spiel. So yeah. yeah, it could be, you know, old people who yeah. find it very hard to travel far distances or yeah like young parents who also cannot like leave home for so long you know yeah. Like, right? yeah, yeah. no exactly you finished already yeah, yeah. yeah. so I was going to say I don't think <laughs> I don't think this is a case of Singaporeans getting soft ah okay okay yeah okay. see maybe maybe next time I, you see the problem there right? I ask the question you take the high horse you come about as like this fucking benevolent <laughs> king while I'm like the scrunch the grinch of like BTOs like that yeah yeah uh, no I would say I, I don't think this is there are many examples of like society and individuals becoming soft but in this case I think no lah I don't think it's becoming soft because I also feel that in Singapore mm. 
Because the moment you start thinking, oh, is this really the worst living situation it could be? No. Then no one can ever point out anything that's lacking. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I think in this case, if what was communicated to them is different from the reality or if more could have been done that was not done, mm. yeah, you cannot take away from the fact that they are facing some difficulties. Yeah. And living in Singapore where it's so small, you can assume that your standard of living across Singapore should be similar, right? Mm. Uh, and if it is one place where you can't get a lot of this, yeah, it's it's an issue, lah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. If anything, it's a vouch for uh, how good we have certain things in Singapore, lah. Right? Yeah, yeah. The fact that you know, even with a mobile grocery truck coming to your your area, mm. and you know, vending machines trying to top up uh, all these makeup for the lack of uh, amenities. Mm. Uh, you know, people are. People still, it's still a, still a drop from what people normally expect, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But have you been in a place recently in Singapore where you felt like, how is this possible that I I feel stranded? Yes, I mean uh, a lot of times like in the woodlands, mm. industrial areas. Sometimes mm. I be, I was there recently for for meetings, mm. and I was just like asking the people that were working there, like, what do you do for lunch? Like, where do you go for lunch? Mm. And uh, even even they 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 were like dismissive of my concern la. They were like, "No, don't worry. There's just a kopi I'm just down the road. Like it's like you know, a, a five minute walk from here. You know." And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." So there, I think because it's there are a lot of people who have worked there, lived uh, lived around there for a while already. You know, the, these businesses are there la. Mm. Just that as a person visiting the place for the first time, you might not be familiar, and you think that oh, there's absolutely nothing here. Or is it because you're like, huh, five minute walk? <laughs> I cannot just take leave. <laughs> Only five minute walk. No, it's a walk under, if it's raining, how? Raining, how? Like, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's raining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends, uh, uh, five yeah. minutes walk in December weather can, five minute yeah. walk in like, July, what well, cannot. I mean, to be fair, our walk to lunch is about 10 minutes. Like, it's right? about 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, about yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I remember the last time I felt stranded was when I was going for a shoot and it was at Raffles, Raffles Marina. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. So Raffles Marina, I think it's Raffles Marina. Um, it sounds like it's in town, right? Yeah. It's in yeah. Tuas. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And and I remember after the shoot, um, it was yeah Raffles Marina Tuas West Drive. So after the shoot, just trying to find like a cab outside, right? Mm. Was it, it took me about forty minutes to get a cab. Uh. Oh really? Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, this is a, uh, yeah. It's it's literally just like uh, a few hundred meters away from the checkpoint, I think. What are you doing there? A shoot, lah. Yeah, it was a shoot. I see, I see. Uh, it was a shoot. Because Raffles Marina is like this town club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. So they had a shoot there. Yeah. And yeah, I initially thought it was in the CBD and that's some place you're like, oh shit, this is, this is far, man. Yeah, far. yeah. So Singapore's small, yes, but it's not like, it's not like all roses everywhere. Mm. And it's quite interesting because yesterday we literally were driving all around Singapore. Yeah, yeah. And we were seeing little, all the different little nooks pockets, and crannies, yeah. right? Mm. And then, uh, very different feel la, like yeah. the mature estates versus the newer the newer places and all that la, mm. right but and yes, even different yeah. different SES social economic <laughs> tiers yes yes correct correct right yeah yeah but that that road trip made Singapore feel smaller it did it like did, we literally yeah. went around the whole centre part one big circle yeah and we could do it in uh, like a few hours la. yeah half a day yeah half a day but uh, yeah la. shout out to all the people like you know, living in Tengah and, and like, yeah, the hard life in Tengah, right? Hey, <laughs> roughing it, it out, roughing it out. Roughing it out, yeah, yeah. yeah, correct. Roughing it out. Because, I mean, besides those complaints about lack of amenities, they dust mosquitoes and uh, weak phone signals. Mm, so, mm, there are mm. also things they're complaining about. Dust and mosquitoes because of all the construction going on. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah like, correct, right? correct. Yeah. 
Correct. Tough, man. Tough. And and yeah, some people like they do need their phones for work to be contactable at all times. Yeah. If there's no signal, if the reception is bad, then yeah, it's tougher. Yeah, the reception thing and the Google Maps thing, that one is a bit odd. Like. It feels mm. like it, it can be solved sooner. Yeah, isn't like, wasn't like Elon Musk's Starlink like launching like hot air balloons with like Wi-Fi? Well, Singapore, and, Singapore, oh. we don't have Starlink. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Starhub, we got Starhub. Star, Star, Starhub Star and Singtel. We got Starhub and Singtel. But yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to anyone who, hey, if our listeners, any listeners living in Tengah, please also, please come on Reddit and tell us how the experience is. Hopefully you can download it. Hopefully you can oh, yeah, download yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, episode. Podcast, yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe like it stutters. Uh, when you try exactly. To we got 51 yeah. countries, listeners in 51 countries. Hopefully at least one or two of them in Tengah. La. We can add Tengah. La. Add like, Tengah is another country. Tengah. Republic of Tengah. <laughs> Correct. Tengah, Tengah Island. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. All right, all right, all right. And on to the one show comment. One show comment. Uh, my one show comment. Yes, is I think Rose Gold Cat yesterday posted something very mm. nice titled uh on on Reddit lah. Mm. The Terence Harish interested appreciation post. So, just basically saying what Yellowbird Podcast has meant to to them uh during this year lah. Right, you know, in this season of uh introspection and thinking about what has been good for you or bad for you this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, and encouraging other people to also come forward with their stories, which I think would be awesome because, yeah, it's it's nice to hear from yourselves and not just like from posting on uh, your Spotify wrapped or anything, like, but just hearing like what uh, this podcast has meant for you. I think I've seen some recent comments and stuff where people so like, you know, they're on long holiday trips and we've accompanied them on a lot of their long drives around and things like that. Which mm. is nice to know. Yeah. Yeah. So when yeah. you read it, like, what do you feel? What do I feel? Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's just this like sense of community. And yesterday we are on very long drives also. Not that mm. we're listening to our own podcast or what. Yeah, but, yeah. But I think the idea of like, okay, having something to occupy your your head space is, is, is good. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was awesome. I read it before sleeping last night and I, and I felt the Eyes getting teary. Oh, really? 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 Why? Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. I think because sometimes, uh, yeah, I feel lately also like I'm feeling a bit like you know in a funk myself. Uh. Yeah. So reading that, I was like, oh, actually, that it's just it's just nice to know the impact that we have, like, Yeah. From this little thing that that we do, and also that they it was for uh uh. Uh, Terence Harish and Tristan la, yeah, yeah, which is good yeah. because uh, not many people know uh, dear Tristan yeah. uh, he's mm. the one that provides you that, that comfort in your year yeah. every episode la. he's the one who when he when he went away for one week we were like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yes I remember so, that week yeah, yeah so so it was a nice post la. so yeah. big shout out to you Rose Gold Cat and whoever else commented yeah cool alright and then the one shot thing hmm? what was your one shot comment that oh, was fuck. mine Oh, that's true. <laughs> Don't yeah, try yeah. and like no, ride no. my you know, cocktails. The, the, <laughs> I mean, you purposely go first, right? Already, I knew oh, you were yeah. going to say that. <laughs> Normally, it's like you know we be a bit more like polite. Hey, you know, Terence, what are you going to do? So you nicely just take basket. So I did have one. So basically, I don't think we ever went through the just to close out the poll that was set up by Majestic Economy. You know, sorry, fuck, that's not my one shot. I'll comment. Well, yeah. my one show comment is a lot more superficial. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, on the episode 468 uh, with Lawrence yeah. Wong and there's a uh, kid breaker and all, yeah. um, original good one clarified that 
I have the right pronunciation. It's blue cream, not brow cream. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Of course, he also spelled my name H-A-R-I-S-H, Harish. which is uh, H-A-R-E-S-H. <laughs> so you want to correct it, <laughs> counter correction. <laughs> no, so, so I'm still willing to accept anyone else who feels otherwise because ultimately it's one comment that has been upvoted four times. So maybe it's like five people or four people. Brill cream, I stand by it, not mm. brow cream. La. Just like you stand by omelette. Yeah, yeah, omelet. correct, correct, correct. Okay. Yeah. But that one, that one is almost, I know... You're wrong. People, I wouldn't say I'm wrong. I know I'm from the minority. Yeah. But all the, the what do you say, uh, the the taunting and the yeah. condescension that I've exposed makes me even dig in harder that I will say omelette. Okay. Any kids I have in future, they will be grow up, you'll grow up eating omelettes yeah. and they will make omelettes for their kids. So, yeah, la, in the same spirit, it will always be bio cream for me. La. Okay, for you, <laughs> la, for you, yeah. So, I just want you to also uh, like feel what I've been going through. No, no I acknowledge. I'm yeah. just being stubborn. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, then you, yeah. you, you yeah. do you, man. I'm totally fine. You do you. I'm totally fine. That's what I'm saying, I say, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Stubborn, people, illogical, and then don't want to listen to the people telling yeah, you the right but thing. But you know, Terrence, it's your life. It's your <laughs> exactly, life. Live you, your life. You, you do what you have to do. Every time someone just points it out, I will yeah, just yeah. highlight to you sure, that it's sure. in your court to decide whether or not yeah, yeah. you want to uh, say brill cream or brow cream. La. The only difference is that probably omelette is around the world. La. More people uh, say omelette than they say uh, brow cream. You know? How you know? How many, how, do you, a lot of people use brow cream still? I don't know. Much less, like, right? I don't know, but that's a speculation. <laughs> uh. I need but, facts. Uh. I need but omelette is like, you walk to any like, cafe, you know, there is a, so you want scrambled or omelette or what, you know? So yeah, I think I've, a lot more people say omelette. So your resistance to saying what is supposed to the right thing is, uh, there's a lot more, you're resisting a lot more. But forces, I've never been forces, denied uh, <laughs> when I ask for an omelette, uh, regardless of which restaurant I go to. Uh, okay, so okay. generally the point of language and communication is to be understood so if I say omelette I get my eggs in that way I'm like cool yeah. I don't know what they say after that or whether they spin in the food yeah, but yeah. I still get my omelette they laugh they just laugh like, yeah. maybe they laugh but they laugh. you know just like how I never laugh at you with you call, one thing to call it brow cream yeah. I hope you can extend the same olive branch like. I've never had the experience of Walking to a place and buying brow cream, <laughs> or <Brow laughs> at least not. Uh, I didn't never. Like, I think never in my oh, life. Or seeing brow cream on the menu. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not a word that I use really regularly enough to test. You know, to have a hypothesis test waters, uh. and test. Like, whereas yours, I think we, almost every week you can go and test whether people understand it. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I can say is the more we talk about it, the more my nails are get deeper. Like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the in the school of Amlet. Yeah, yeah the, the the more you just digging in. Stubborn, yeah, yeah. Like like yeah, like, the, we didn't land on the moon and stuff like that. Like, right? Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 don't anyhow, don't anyhow extend that. Uh. Don't anyhow the, extend. The, this the, is not a conspiracy theory. Right? Yeah, the election, the US election. It's not a conspiracy it. theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, done, yes. Terrence. Shall yes. we move on? Move on, yes. To the one shock thing. Yeah. No, nah, I, 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 I go first. Something came out in my feed recently, like uh, this Japanese, uh, I guess a pop, pop group called, uh, shit, I forgot the name already. Uh, Atarashi, Atarashi Gakko. Mm. Have you heard of them? No. Uh, it's quite interesting. Uh, they were Jimmy Kimmel a couple of nights uh. ago. Um, Japanese group. Um, they sing quite, uh, I guess dancey tunes. Mm. Um, very, and then they they these four girls dressed in like uh Japanese school uniforms, and they have like quite interesting, funky choreography, and and the songs are quite uh interesting. Very, what immediately struck me was very Beastie Boys ish like, mm. the presentation, the way they they sing, the way the songs sound, the way they almost like 
kind of irreverent uh, the whole style. And uh, yeah, they they I I even when I listened to the song, I was like, okay, interesting. Not exactly my cup of tea, but seems like they're very popular. And I think over the last couple of years, they've been pushed a lot by Eighty Eight Rising. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, they've achieved like quite a lot of global popularity. Have you heard of them before? No, Never, right? Yeah. No. So it was quite new to me, and uh, just went into a bit of wormhole just watching this stuff and all. Mm. Uh, then yeah, more recently I saw that oh they. A year ago, they did a collab with a YouTuber that I, you know, was very fond of back in the day, Captain Disillusion. Oh, yeah. So he mm. did a, a collab with them where he created, uh, like VFX using VFX magic. He created a lot of like music videos of the the songs that they have done before, like, Right. Mm. I think he. It looks like he had maybe a day or two to film with them, and he just filmed them in a green screen and then applied like these crazy layers of VFX and created this pretty awesome like um, short music video clips oh, like, is it? based on their songs with them inside like. and then uh. they they would help him do the music video like they would help him they would help uh, put him on a chair and push him around so that he could film it properly so it really felt like a collab collab like. oh, is it? whereas it wasn't just a star coming onto a YouTube channel kind of thing so it mm. was there was such something nice about that video and then Captain Disillusion is awesome like, right? his, his, the stuff he does so yeah, it's a 22-minute video where he does like three different clips of the music mm. videos. And uh, yeah, it seems like the this is the kind of collab that that maybe like 10 years ago... It still happened in uh, YouTube. Yeah, but the fact that it happened a year ago, I'm like, I'm shocked. Uh, What's so. the name of the group again? Uh, Atarashi Gakko. Tristan, have you heard of them before? Atarashi Gakko. No, yeah. No. Wow. Are they on Jimmy Kimmel? Really? So yeah. they're, they're pretty big already. Uh, yeah. Wow. Solid. Yeah. So, so like, uh, your one shock thing is the... That, that collab? That collab. Captain that collab. Disillusion. Captain Dis- Disillusion does VFX stuff. Uh, remember he was very much into debunking all the... Oh, yeah. Uh, he was a debunker, but yeah, he does yeah, VFX yeah. also, is it? Yeah, yeah. So, he knows VFX. All. That's why he knows how to debunk all these things also, like, right? Oh. So, he, I like, you... I mean, you watch the video, he really shows you the process of how he does the VFX. Mm. And uh, where, where he was getting inspiration from different music videos. And it's quite cool, like, like how he layered everything together. Uh, yeah. I see, I see. Wow, yes. Cool. What is your one shock thing? Yeah, first? my one shock thing is uh, this article that I saw pop up uh, first on Instagram, then I clicked. Basically, it was an um, article on these a bunch of seniors mm. aged between 62 and 74 yeah. who meet like twice a week on Discord to play Counter-Strike uh, Go together. Oh, uh, okay. And it all started because they took a 14-week course to learn how to play the game. So there is a course that teaches seniors uh, uh, by the Lian Foundation, which is a non-profit uh, organization. It's a 14-week silver esports training program, mm. which I think is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and the video that they upload on Instagram is damn cute because one of the the women, like like an auntie, is just like uh, going ape shit at someone while playing the Counter-Strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you see, you would imagine young teenagers doing that. These are seniors who get together to play and I think it's awesome. Wow. And I just, they, I mean, you hear them talk about guns and shotguns and all. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, a noob like me, right? For the longest time, I thought Counter-Strike Go yeah. was at some point like a mobile version of the game or something. Uh, you know, like okay. HBO, HBO Go. But it just, it actually stands for Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Uh, I, see, I can I sense like Tristan <laughs> rolling his eyes at me already. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, CSGO is a, yeah, it's a yeah, huge yeah. thing. And even yesterday, I was asking uh, Tristan, he told me it's just another installment in the game. Yeah. But only from reading this article, I was like, oh, GO stands for Global Offensive. Do you know that? No, 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 I didn't know. Ah, I, didn't I don't, know. I don't no. play, yeah. Yeah, so, 
So, I mean, yeah, the, the initiative basically is to allow seniors to develop their motor skills, yeah. fight loneliness and help them age actively. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. Pretty awesome. So, so cool. Classic Singapore way. La. You want to learn to do something. You want to do something. Take a course. Go and take a course. Yeah. Upskill, you know. But if they, if they, if they play, oh, solid, man. Mm-hmm. Solid. Yeah. 14 weeks, yeah. 14 week course. Uh, yeah, cool. Cool. That's our one show thing, man. Yeah. Um. So as always, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with someone you may not have heard of us. Especially during this, when you're meeting Festive a lot period. of new people, mm. right? And over dinner, they ask you, "Hey, what do you do for fun?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, let yeah. me tell you about this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Funny, yeah. you should ask. I have it yeah. right on my phone. Yeah. Exactly. And also that survey lah with yes. Lindella. Yes. Uh, just two minutes. Okay, two minutes of your time. The link is in the show notes. Click. Just submit. Uh, it would really help us out. Yeah. Uh, it would really help us get brand partners that work for you guys as well. And yeah, you can win a shopping voucher. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody.